When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A show about SpaceX, NASA, and spaceflight. I'm your host, Will Walden. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the Department of Defense and SpaceX's Starship Super Heavy Rocket. Now, we all know that SpaceX will be launching Starlink satellites on a Starship in the future. We don't know exactly when they're going to be launching Starship and Starlink together, but hopefully it'll be within the first or second orbital flight test of Starship. Now, we have seen the Starlink version of a Starship. We've seen the little Pez dispenser in the front. I think it's the front. I guess we call it the front of a Starship. It shoots out little Pez Starlinks. We know that's going to be really cool. We know that the orbital flight test may happen sometime this year. Elon has stated that there's going to be a Starlink or sorry, a Starship ready by July. And then he said there's going to be another one in August and then probably another one after that in September, one in October, probably one per month if Elon has his way. We all know Elon time, though. We all know this. So Elon time is whenever they get it done. Kind of Elon's best projections are the Starship will be done in July, but more than likely on Elon time, Starship will be ready sometime in August of 2022. They have a ton of stuff to do for Starship still. They still have to get the orbital launch mount ready to go. They have to get the tower prepped. They just did some tests to the tower today, so that was pretty cool. Um, they have to get the lift arms ready for either both booster and Starship or just booster. They have to do some more tests there, make sure everything still works properly because over time, you know, the, the tower is huge and it's always being worked on. So they have to make sure those processes work, those systems work. Uh, they have to test Starship's booster. So they have to do a cryogenic test. They have to do static fire tests. They have to make sure that all the plumbing works from the actual uh, launch mount to the uh, Starship and to the booster too, to both of them as they're stacked. So they have to do a stack test as well. There's so much this Starship has to go through in order to launch. Now, when they do the stack test, possibly stack it on top of each other. They may do a static fire burn for a really quick one with uh, with the booster. And then, of course, cryogenic and pressure tests for both of those as they move forward. So I've been waiting for Starship to launch for a long time. I moved to Starbase area last September. So I was there for about nine months on the side of the road. That's where all these images are coming from. These ones over here. That's from my footage from the side of the road at Starship at Starbase. And there's a really important thing that we have to think about here. The HLS program with Starship and NASA. That's a very important thing we have to think about. But something even more important than the HLS program is the Department of Defense with SpaceX. Now, SpaceX has been launching private um, their own private Starlinks for a while. They've been launching 
other private companies, uh, payloads, cargo, satellites, et cetera, for a long time. But the Department of Defense has been contracting SpaceX to launch their satellites and other things into orbit for years, right? So they have a working relationship with SpaceX. And the Department of Defense really wants to tap into Starship in the future. So Starship has a huge uh, amount of space in it that the Department of Defense says is about the size of a C-17 cargo plane. And they can get that to anywhere on the planet Earth in about 60 minutes. Right now, sometimes it takes a whole day to get from one point to another for the Department of Defense, the U.S. Department of Defense. So are, is it feasible to use a Starship to launch cargo across the world to point B, from point A to point B, in 60 minutes? Elon said, anywhere in the world in 60 minutes. That's a huge, huge leap forward for any sort of cargo that can go anywhere in the future. Now, think about this, too. This is like a little sidetrack I want to talk to you guys about just for a second. FedEx and UPS. Is it worth the money to launch something on a Starship? Maybe Starship becomes the next FedEx or the next UPS, who knows? Or the next USPS. They're slow though, so they wouldn't they wouldn't matter. The USPS doesn't matter. So next FedEx, next UPS, maybe they can transport things, our things that we buy on Amazon within 60 minutes. I mean, from one, of course, not to our homes, because our homes wouldn't exist if they landed near them, but maybe they would land nearby at a station and then they would sort all the stuff out. I don't know. I'm just I'm just uh, spitting this out here, making you think about something, which would be kind of fun. Let me know what you think in the comments below about SpaceX using or uh, UPS or FedEx using SpaceX as a transport. That's kind of funny, actually. So. Let's talk about the department, depart, department, the Department of Defense. So I'm just running with this. I'm not doing any takes. I'm just going straight through here. The Department of Defense and SpaceX working together to cargo transport 60 minutes across the world. Does that make sense? 60 minutes across the world. The, the logistics of this are insane. So they have to send a rocket, a gigantic 400 foot tall rocket into space. It has to travel all the way across the Earth. And then it has to land someplace else in a battlefield could be, could be an embassy somewhere near a city that they need to do work at someplace, possibly in the middle of nowhere where they need to set up a base and they have the things equivalent to a cargo plane, a C-17 cargo plane in the starship that the show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door, it could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, 
two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. They'll land somewhere on Earth, right? So 60 minutes across the world, going over sovereign territories, flying over... All the continents, the Department of Defense is in space. Where does airspace and space space, where do they separate? Like, what's the difference between flying a rocket over, say, China in space compared to flying a rocket over China in regular airspace? It's a huge difference. So flying something like a satellite across the Earth happens all the time. Communication satellites go all over the place in space, but not in airspace. So something like that, very sensitive, very sensitive. So we have to think about that too. Um, they could quickly move logistics and time sec uh, sensitive things across the earth. Uh, they could deliver uh, humanitarian assistance as well. So if people need food and water, if they need a bridge because the bridge got washed out or something like that, the Department of Defense, the Army Corps of Engineers, something like that, could use a starship to send that stuff all the way across the Earth. So the Pentagon would be very interested in this. There's a 2021 midterm report. I'm looking at it right now. Actually, I want to show you guys this because this is this is pretty cool. I'm going to show you guys this image that the Department of Defense released. Let me show you this. As you can see, there's some tents here on either side. These look like humanitarian tents. Could be possibly, um, you know, like something like uh, like a mobile medical unit could be sent across the world. And this was retracted. The B3 and B4 were retracted from this Department of Defense image. So it shows probably what they're going to be transporting from the starship to the ground across the world. And as you can see, there's a starship launching in the background too. So possibly, I mean, they could have a fleet of these things. They could send 100 C-17s across the world within a, an hour. You know, how dangerous could that be for any other area in the world? that's against the United States or how much humanitarian aid could we send places really quickly? See if there's a disaster 
um, you know, like I was saying before, food, water, everything like that, um, personnel to to help people when there's earthquakes or mudslides or something like that, or floods just to save people's lives. It could possibly be part of that. But um, the DOD is using this case as a point-to-point -point space transportation. So as you see it right here, it's possible they're using it for humanitarian aid, but also point-to-point -point space transportation for people, for cargo. I mean, Humvees, things like that could fit in a starship. Something big like that, like a school bus could fit in a starship. Let's just think, let's just say that, like a school bus could fit in a starship. What else can fit in a starship? Tons and tons of aid. So C-17s, that big. Um, collection of shelters, vehicles, construction equipment, and other gear that can be pre-positioned around the globe and move to any place the U.S. Air Force needs to stand up uh, air operations. So this, I'm reading this from uh, The Intercept, who wrote about this the other day, and they have a few other things. Quick reaction forces. Um, they are doing a study right now with SpaceX and Starship to see if this is actually feasible. So let me know what you think in the comments about that. Do you think this is a good idea to use Starship for Department of Defense stuff? Do you think the Department of Defense could possibly fund Starship going forward? SpaceX has a lot of private investors that we don't know about. Like, it's not public knowledge who the private investors are. So is it possible that the Department of Defense could kind of swoop in and be like, here, here's a couple billion bucks. You know, let's build out these starships, but we get to use them. You know, that's that's the caveat to this thing. And is spec SpaceX okay with that? Are they okay with transporting things like weapons? And, of course, humanitarian aid, they're fine with that. They've sent Starlink satellites to Ukraine. That's cool. But also... You know, what about uh, does SpaceX get into the military game even more than it already is? I don't know. I I mean, it's a it's a kind of tricky subject at this point. So what are they going to do? Are they going to work with the Department of Defense or are they going to do it alone with their private investors and make this into sort of like, a, you know, like SpaceX is sort of like the Star Trek of the future. You know, we're, we're sending thousands of people to Mars to colonize Mars and to have a peaceful offering for the rest of the solar system or are they going to go the other route like the other large uh, manufacturers of rocketry are they going to use the department of defense money to build the rockets we'll see in the future let me know what you think in the comments also every new subscriber to this channel from here till august i'm going to be donating money to feeding america so every every subscriber is a penny we we're going to try to get 12,000 subscribers to get to the 100,000 mark. And if I make it to the 100,000 mark, I'm going to figure that out. But we're going to donate a bunch of money if I can get to the 100,000 mark. So please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. I'd really appreciate your help here. And let me know what you think in the comments below, because we need to have a conversation about this. This is kind of a big deal. So thanks, everybody. Take care. And I'll see you next time on the Space News Pod. I don't know what to do after this. Like, I always kind of like look and stare at the camera like I'm going to cut it there. <laughs> but it's always weird. I'm always like, uh. So anyway, uh, I'm going to go now. I'm going to stare at the camera real weird. <laughs>